Wave Church, and please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Pastor, welcome. Klingmeyer, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to be here. It's an honor. Let's pray. God, we thank you for all that you are and all that you've called us to be. And we invite you into this meeting tonight. And in a time when our city is in dire need of hope, we thank you for every leader represented here who stepped up to the plate to lead. We honor them tonight, and our prayer is that as these leaders make the decision uh, that determine the very course of our city, that God it is you that directs them. In your word, it says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And we pray for your wisdom, and we pray for your blessing to help us do all that you've called us to do. Also in your word, you gave men and women visions and dreams to help guide them towards a road less traveled, the high road. And I pray for every council member, I pray for our mayor, every city official that you give them dreams, give them visions on how to take our city to new heights. Protect them, keep them, and guide them, and let them never forget who they are. In your mighty name, amen. 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 Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Kind of like it down here? Hello. <laughs> you can move closer if you like. <laughs> Just bring your sign. Clerk, please call the roll. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Here. Mr. Smigel? Here. Dr. Wibley? Here. Mr. Alexander? Here. The motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. The motion is to excuse Councilwoman Graves, Councilwoman McClellan, and Councilman Thomas. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Well, good evening. For the benefit of those who do not regularly attend our council meeting, the procedures that we will follow tonight is to take up the ceremonial items first, then the public hearings, followed by the consent agenda, which will be voted on in a block. Any member of the council or the public who wishes to remove an item from the consent agenda to be considered separately, we will do so. Following the consent agenda, we'll take up regular agenda items in order as they appear on the docket. Upon completion of the agenda, we will then take up new business to come before the council. When your name is called, please come to the podium, state your name and your address, and limit your comments to three minutes. You should have signed up to speak outside of the council chamber with the clerk prior to 7 p.m. Thank you for being here. Okay. Clerk, PH1. Public hearing one scheduled for this day to hear comments authorizing the granting of an ingress, egress, and private drainage easement and accepting the dedication of an ingress, egress, easement easement, a private drainage easement, and a utility easement by Virginia Supportive Housing and approving the terms of the deeds of easement. Mr. Beeman is here to answer any questions. If there are any questions, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. I have an ordinance authorizing the granting of an ingress, egress, and private drainage easement and accepting the dedication of an ingress, egress easement, a private drainage easement, and a utility easement by Virginia Supportive Housing and approving the terms of the deeds of easement. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, uh, C1 through C8 will be considered in a block. Yes, sir. And Mr. President, uh, the Planning Commission on a 7-0 vote recommends approval of these items uh, dispensed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinances and adopt 
Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R1? R1 is an ordinance granting Riverview Associates LLC permission to encroach into the right-of-way of Colonial Avenue at 1907 Colonial Avenue, approximately 314 square feet, for the purpose of awnings, umbrellas, fencing, planters, and outdoor dining, and approving the terms and conditions of the encroachment agreement. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R2? An ordinance approving the conveyance by Virginia Electric and Power Company to the City of Norfolk of the property located at 4275 Hewitt Drive, authorizing the City Manager to accept a deed of quit claim of title to the City with a reservation of easements by Virginia Electric and Power Company. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R3? An ordinance to amend and reordain the Norfolk City Code 1979 so as to add one new section numbered 12-141.7 relating to the creation of 219 graves and the resubdivision of section 10-A in a portion north of existing Block 10 Calvary Cemetery Annex. Please call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R4? A resolution regarding a proposed mixed-income multifamily development project known as Villa Marina to be located at 8146, 8150, and 8158 Shore Drive in the City of Norfolk. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, R5, motion to continue until June 27th. Yes, sir. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R6? An ordinance to amend and reordain the city's operating budget for, for fiscal year 2017 to add $4,400,000 to the budget to amend and reordain section one of ordinance number 46385, the operating budget for fiscal year 2017, so as to appropriate and authorize the expenditure of funds in the additional amount of $4,400,000 for debt service. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, you have an ordinance? Yes, sir. That's I have um, two additional items, numbered R7 and R8. R7 uh, is a matter of letters from the city auditor requesting confirmation of Ms. Cheryl Potter Griggs and Mr. Lonnie Green Jr. as assistant city auditors to effective June 19, 2017. Mr. Clerk, please call the, will you do both at the same time? Yes, sir. Uh, confirm the appointments. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. And R8 is an ordinance appointing William A. Pete Rada as the city assessor. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. That's all I have, Mr. Mayor. Ms. Pisco, you have anything? I do, don't have anything else. Mr. Manager, do you have anything? No, sir. New business, Ada Blair. Welcome, Ms. Blair. Good evening, all council personnel. Ada Blair, 119 Filbert Street, Norfolk, Virginia. Some years ago, I came before council <clears throat> because Norfolk had a slogan of come home to Norfolk. And I came before council to let them know that 
it wasn't come home to Norfolk, but it was that to come to Norfolk, visit, and go somewhere else to live because we didn't want them here. I'm back here this evening telling you that um, it's time that you got procurement clerks to handle our students in the Norfolk Public Schools because we need to either send them to Virginia Beach or Chesapeake because you're running away from the teachers here in the city of Norfolk. Norfolk is a training ground for Norfolk Public School teachers. They train here and then they go somewhere else. It's appalling to me and others that you say that you can't do anything about the firing of five principals in the city of Norfolk. It is a disgrace. They haven't had time enough to get their school in order. You gave Mr. Spiegels a whole, a whole year without teachers or staff to get the academy ready. Miss, uh, Dr. Ambrose has moved from place to place and she hasn't had sufficient time. You put Mr. Fraley over at Ruffner for two to three years, he couldn't turn it around, so how did you award him? You sent him back to Northside, but you're taking Miss Cook and sending her home. I think that, and I'm told that you can't do anything about it because of these old charters, but it's time that you did something about it. You can look on the computer and you can see a house that costs a half a million dollars here in Norfolk, but look in the right-hand corner and see what our school system are all about. You refuse to give them the $10 million, I don't blame you. We pay a, a superintendent $224,000, the highest paid superintendent in the 757, and we have the worst schools in the 757. What you need to do is talk to these principals, give them the things that they need, and for her to dismiss them at a time like this, the, the SOL results haven't been in, but they're in now, and each of these schools have improved. It's time that you, because after a while, we won't need you because we won't have a city. We won't have a city, and this is a serious issue. Our children are our most important products. Less than 10 years ago, you asked, could you go up on our taxes to, to help supply the schools? And we have seen no results. And I'm tired of sitting around uh, looking and nothing is being done. You are a council, you are our leaders, and don't say that you can't do anything with Dr. Boone because you can talk to her and you can do something because these principals, they love these children and they need an opportunity to do their job. She, when does she go into school when she tells them they're fired? And how do you do somebody like that? Council, you need to take charge and you need to do it now. Thank you. Thank you. Tiffany Gardner. Good evening. I'm Tiffany Gardner, 930 Granite Arch, North of Virginia, 23504. Um, can, as a city council member, your first year, you take the time to learn the ropes and remain in tradition. The second year, you learn what works to implement your own policies, and by the third year, you grasp it. Ms. Cook served as principal for two years, in which her first year she was not given any type of previous administration. Her second year, she made changes which resulted in the content areas of math, science, and history. Ms. Cook implemented the JSB initiative, which is our justification student of the bail, where the students they thank, defend, they share, and they they go on what they grow on what they know. Our math scores have increased from. 40%, which was last year, to 73% this school year. Um, 
Miss Cook is an awesome person. I can't go off this paper anymore. Miss Cook is an awesome person, and um, I don't think everybody takes into consideration that not only does she have to focus on education, she also has to focus on whether the kids come in clean. We wash their clothes, whether they ate, whether our, our students are going to get killed the next day or when they walk outside the doors. Um, as a council, I just ask that you all just please take into consideration what is going on in our school building, especially the administration building. That's all I ask is that you do, please. Thank you. Thank you. Andrew Deck. Good evening, members Good of evening. the City Council. My name is Andrew Deck. I live at 412 Draper Drive in Norfolk. I'm here to talk to you about my experience as a Norfolk Public Schools teacher. I have worked for five years in the school district, starting at Lafayette Winona, split with Ruffner, and now I'm at Lake Taylor Middle, split with Ruffner. Uh, for five years, I've been at Ruffner, and I've seen five different administrations total throughout my three schools. One thing that really concerns me, uh, my first two years, we're at Lake, uh, Lafayette Winona. What I watched was a school that had not been accredited in over a decade from what I understand, and they made the decision sometime around April to close the school, to take the resources away from the students in that community, and to, they said, well, we have plenty of other schools, we can just move these children to other schools. My concern, ladies and gentlemen, is that what we're doing to Raffner Middle School is the same thing. I hope that the aim is not to see the school flounder so that we have an excuse to close that school and to take away the privilege of education to the children of Tidewater Park Elementary. Ms. Cook has been an outstanding member of the community and has done wonderful things for every school that she's worked at. When the community found out that she was moving from, uh, from Booker T. Washington High School to Ruffner Middle, the, commu uh, the community found out about it in some cases before the teachers did, and they were excited. They, they looked up and they said, this is wonderful. Miss Cook knows this community. She's going to do great things for our children. She's going to look out for our teachers, and she's going to be part of the Ruffner Bulldog tradition of excellence. I know that Ruffner Middle School is an excellent school with excellent staff, and we face adversity just like every other school. And we have wonderful kids and wonderful parents in that school. And by taking out uh, an administrator such as Ms. Cook, you will be depriving our parents, our students, our teachers, and our administrators. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to reconsider the decision that has been made. Uh, Danny Legan. <laughs> My name is Danny Legan. I reside at 3844 Dare Circle. Uh, I'm going to change switches. Uh, you know why I'm here. I've been here for 10 years. Uh, so rather than beat the dead horse, I, I'm going to go in a different direction tonight. 
uh, there was an article in the paper uh, that was very encouraging in which y'all were meeting and in turn the suggestion came up that the council people uh, have the right to introduce bills with their names attached to it uh, to let the people know what they were looking for uh, in order to move the, the city uh, into the uh, year 2030. Uh, I thought this was very enlightening. I thought it was very opening. I thought it was very transparent. Uh, but I heard opposition to it saying that, oh my God, we can't do this because uh, some of the council people might get into grandstanding. Now, this is the same excuse we heard for not having the camera on for years and years. We couldn't have the camera on when people like myself and these other people come to you because it was worried that you would have citizens who would come in here week after week and grandstand at this very podium. Uh, rather than be open and transparent, it was closed down. Uh, and this suggestion of letting the council people uh, introduce their own bills with their own names attached and letting us know how you vote, uh, this is not really grandstanding. Uh, this is being open, this is being honest, and this is being transparent. The other point that I want to make is that you're politicians. You grandstand anyway. For example, I'm sitting in front of my TV. All of a sudden, there's an article on the sand being pushed on each speech. And lo and behold, there's Tommy Smeagol with his dog. And somebody's asking Tommy what he thought. And he was delighted because he could be able to walk his dog at low tide by getting uh, extra sand on the beach. Uh, or in the case, even in this chamber, it's announced that you know he's an outstanding alumni. Uh, and uh, he's being recognized for it. Uh, you know, this is not really grandstanding. This is just giving yourself a pat on the back somewhat. And I think by putting your name to these bills, uh, being able to let us see what you're thinking, uh, how you want to move the city forward is going to be honest, it's going to be transparent, and it's going to be open. And I think you're going to get a lot less grief from the citizens uh, when they are able to do that. So I would very much encourage you to move forward with this suggestion. Thank you. Danny, my dog wasn't in the video. Oh, it was just you? Just me. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to slight your dog. <laughs> James Jarman. Good afternoon, Council. Hey, James. Uh, hi, I'm uh, James Jarman, a.k.a. J.J. Jarman, Inspector Gadget. And, uh, I came tonight to not criticize y'all, but to enlist your help. Um, I have a son that attends Southside STEM Academy at Campostella through the lottery. And uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Morgan and Dr. Ambrose that are the headship at that school. And through my personal battles over the last decade to gain custody of my son, what I learned from the judges in the Garden of Latums is that children need stability, they need consistency, and they need a regiment. And those issues resolved, resulted in me having sole custody of my son. Now what I want to say to you is that Campostella, the STEM Academy, has switched principles 
four times prior to Dr. Ambrose. Dr. Ambrose is a tireless uh, person in dealing and working with them kids. Her heart is there. I see her there Sunday, Saturday, six and seven o'clock, uh, having those teachers volunteer uh, to tutor those kids and get those SOL scores up. And though I realize council cannot dictate to the school board uh, who to hire and fire and how to switch them around, as you pointed out to me previously, I do realize that the council allocates funds, okay? So the analogy I have to you is this. I allocate funds to my son. They based on him keeping his grades up. He doing his daily tasks at home. He being scholarly, cleaning his room, et cetera, et cetera. So I would simply ask that council uh, and your abilities to dictate and allocate funds, make some recommendations and some stipulations with respect to your funds and kind of monitor what happens to them. The actions may not mean a lot to some people in here, but the way I see it, the community, Diggs Park, Campus Dollar Heights, and those kids, they have been made foster kids every time they get used to a principal. That principal is shipped out. That's the problem. That's the problem with foster care. As soon as a child gets used to that stability, that consistency, and that regimen, you ship them out. So I would ask that we do everything we can do to try to add some stability to their life. And remember, some of those kids that attend these schools, the only stability that they have in their life, the only regiment, and the only consistency is when they come to school from 8 a.m. in the morning to 2.45 p.m. Monday through Friday. So I would implore you to please scratch the surface, below the surface, and look at what's going on with the school board and these principals. Thank you for your time. So um, let me just thank all of you for coming. Um, this is the second week, I believe, uh, I've seen James Yarm and some others. Um, you, you're absolutely right. We don't appoint um, the superintendent, and two of the school board members have been elected um, last year in 2016. And next year, five, I believe, will uh, be be elected or up for, for, for election. Um, the the reconsideration of the fires is doesn't rest with us. It it does rest with the school board and Dr. Boone. Uh, but we we've we've heard you um, this week and and two weeks ago you made the same appeal. Um, but I will encourage all of you to continue to speak directly to the school board members, as well as to uh, as well as to Dr. Boone, and. Um, and Mr. Jarman is absolutely right. We appropriate funding, and that funding is not categorical um, as you appropriate to your to your son. Um, we we have that option, but we have not exercised the option of doing categorical funding um, 
it's more of a lump sum appropriation. So, but thank you, for, thank you all for coming in. If if you want to stand as a group, I would like to see all that's here representing Norfolk Public Schools or representing education. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Okay. All right. Helen, it's good seeing you. Nice. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Minute. Council's adjourned.